What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. The So Bros Network presents the movie podcast breaking down films and their impact on pop culture as they approach the legal drinking age. This is Drinking With. Now here's your host, Stephen McCash. All right, to all the boo-boo kitty fucks out there in the world listening, <laughs> thanks for once again joining us for a uh, another episode of Drinking With. I'm your host, Stephen McCash, here as always. Uh, if you haven't figured it out in that quick little sentence, today's movie is Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back from 2001. And as always, I am joined by the head EIC of the Sobros Network, Mr. Stoney Keeley. What brings you to here today? That made no fucking <laughs> sense. Fuck, fuck, mother, mother, fuck, mother, mother, fuck, fuck, mother, mother, fuck, fuck. And next to him, getting his fuck on, is the <laughs> resident movie critic of the Sobros Network. We're already off the fucking rails. 45 seconds in, Mr. Brandon Vick. Happy Mr. Valentine's Day, fellas. <laughs> You owe me for that chair. You're going to have to reupholster yeah, it. Yeah, uh, it's the legs on it. Oh, is that what it was? I thought I heard a little uh, too. The legs. I think this is a perfect movie for February. Oh, absolutely. Just perfect. It's yeah. a good love story. Yeah. Yeah. Between two men. And, and, and they're ape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, anyway, uh, like I said, it's Drinking With, Jane, Silent Bob, Straight Back. This movie's about two real-life stoners. Jay and Silent Bob, who set out to stop the making of the Blunt Man and Chronic movie, so people on the internet will stop talking shit about them. And some other shit goes down throughout the yeah. hour, 40 minutes of the movie, yeah. which we'll all get to, but like with every episode of Drinking With, we got a drink. Hell yeah. And it only makes sense that today's uh, drink for this episode is liquid marijuana. Okay. Yeah. I like the title already. Uh, I'm going to let you give you the ingredients. I'll give you the ingredients and then press pause, go put everything together, and then join us right back. But you're going to need half ounce of spice rum, like a Captain Morgan's, a uh, half ounce of blue curacao, half ounce of uh, coconut rum, like a Malibu, and then a half ounce of melon liqueur, uh, like a Midori, and then fill the glass with ice and pineapple juice, and then add a little splash of se- sweet and sour mix afterwards. Mm. That sounds delightful and fruity. Fruity it is. <laughs> and it'll put you on your booty after a couple of those. So, yeah. So, pause. And we're back. There it is. Here we are. Here we are. Um, this movie, surprise, as really no surprise, was written and directed by Kevin Smith. Shocker. Mm-hmm. It's the fifth film uh, at this point in the uh, Askewverse. I think that's what it's referred to as. I couldn't pronounce it. I can. Yeah. yeah that's I what we're going to go with. Uh, off the subject of this movie, I just recently found out that Mallrats, the second of the five movies, is actually a prequel to Clerks. I didn't know The that. events of the movie take place like a day or two before the events in Clerks. Oh. Yeah. I was going to say, I was like, I don't really know. But then when you said just a couple days before, I'm like, oh, well, okay. That, that makes sense, I guess. I don't even know if I've seen all of Mallrats, to be honest. It's my favorite of all his films. Is it? I've yeah. seen the Clerks movies. And I've seen Jay and Silent Bob. Um, and did, I think you said something about a reboot. Anyway. There was a reboot. You didn't miss much with the reboot. Yeah, when was that? I the reboot? Uh, yeah. Like 18, 19? I was going to say, I think maybe it's 2018. That's maybe. what brought on the coronavirus. <laughs> oh, okay. Makes sense. It, okay. it does, totally yeah. makes sense. Uh, Dogma is probably my least favorite of oh, all God, the films. I forgot that that's... Cons- yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Of, of that uh, I love Cop Out. People shit on Cop Out, but I really enjoyed I like Cop, Cop Out. Cop Out too. I was gonna ask. I didn't want to interrupt, but like, just overall, what's y'all's feelings on just Kevin Smith, the filmmaker? 
okay, this is going to take us off rails. I think he had a great idea with clerks. And I'll give you Mallrats and Dogma to an extent. And then there, I think he fell off the creative wagon and he spent years and years, if not decades at this point, just relying on a, a set of like a handful of characters. Yeah. I would agree with that. I, the way I was going to phrase it was that he is still kind of milking one good run. Yeah. 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 I agree. He's, I, he's uh, for everybody that's listening, I know he's done other movies, but honestly, tell me, I mean, did anyone really know Kevin Smith did anything else besides the, these mall rat and clerk movies that I, he's done? I could not name a single one. Uh, I could just because I enjoyed Clerks and Mallrats so much that I became kind of a, f- a big fan of his. But over the last couple of years, I've realized, I'm like, you've gone to the well so many times. Right. And now Clerks 3, yeah. which I'm sure it does, is pretty unnecessary. I know he's done like, well. Yoga Housers. Instance, yeah. And with Cop Out, the only, people re- the only reason most people know about that is because Kevin Smith has talked about how much of an asshole Bruce Willis was during the making of it. Yeah. And so that's really about it. He's done a couple, I think, of like goofy horror movies too. Yeah, Yoga Housers, um, Tusk, which was Tusk horrible. was a he that was effed up. He wrote and directed Zach and Mary make a porno. Yeah, that's another one he okay. is. Which right. I did enjoy that yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's surprise. I take back. Yeah, take all right, back that's said. a good one that didn't involve any of his clerks characters. Oh, and Jersey Girl. Yeah. I thought he did with Ben Affleck. I, I, knew, I couldn't remember I if it was that or Geely. He did. <laughs> no, no, it didn't get that bad, but. Anyway, overall, I I'm in agreement with you guys. I think he he struck it at the beginning with indie filmmaking, and I think he's gonna die <laughs> with with Clerks. <laughs> the man's already four, had a heart attack. With, with Clerks four, five, and six, and that's a that's it. And then he did a couple of horror films that I'd forgotten about: The Holidays and Red State. Oh, Red State, I I remember. But that's what John Goodman, if I yeah, remember yeah, correctly. Yeah. But um. I don't know. You know, I'm just not a... I, I guess, just to put things in perspective before we dive into the movie, I, I guess it's safe to say I'm, I like the guy, but as far as a filmmaker, he's not one that's like, oh, shit, I can't wait to see what he does next. Because most of the time, it, I'm just not that interested in it. Maybe he really doesn't move the needle. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I I find his uh, comic book show and the comic book shop that we've actually been to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay and Silent Bob's Secret Stash. Yeah. I, or, no, it's called, what's it it's called? It's called the Secret, secret Stash? I think Se- it, is it is Secret Stash. It's Secret Stash, but yeah. I can't remember if it's, is it Kevin Smith's Secret Stash or? I'm sure it's probably Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> I'd have to look it up. It's but probably Clerks's. We've been there. Uh, it's a it's an okay comic shop. It's, yeah. not, it's not my favorite. I don't mean to shit it, on Kevin Smith Well, on no, but podcast, I mean, the reason people go is because it's his shop. If you walk by it, you'd never know that it was anything special, which I'm not a comic book person, so maybe I'm the wrong person to be on this podcast. Same. But the, um, yeah, the um, the comic book show that they did, was it on AMC? I it can't was. Remember. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was really good. I thought that was really fun. I enjoyed but, some um, of it, because uh, it would come on, it would be like Walking Dead, Talking Walking Dead, or whatever the hell that show was called, mm-hmm. Talking Dead, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you get a, the shoot. replay of... <laughs> Walking Dead, and then comic so book. He was Man. on at midnight. <laughs> yeah, it, it is for the record. Jay and Silent Bob secret stash. Yeah, yeah. well, there uh, you go. One thing he didn't stash away was a plethora of co-stars in this film. Oh, no, there was shit. There was anybody who was anybody in two thousand was in this film. Obviously, Ben Affleck's been in a couple of the movies, so yep. he came back from Chasing Amy and Mallrats. You had Matt Damon in here. It was from you know Dogma. Jeff Anderson, a.k.a. Randall from Clerks. Mm. Brian O'Halloran, who played Dante from Clerks. And then you had a, a who's who of new characters. You know, yeah. Shannon Elizabeth, Justice, a.k.a. Uh, Boo Boo Kitty Fuck. Mm-hmm. That's one of the greatest names mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elijah Dushku, Allie Larder, who in 2000, Allie Larder could do no wrong. Bingo. And then uh, Jennifer Schwalbach, who... Uh, Many might not not know, or probably do know, maybe is Mrs. Kevin Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, I did not know that. I didn't know it either. And then Jason Lee's back uh, as Brody, and then Will Ferrell somehow it made I his way it. into this movie. And I didn't hear Chris Rock. I I was gonna get to the list of Sorry. cameos. There's just uh, so many because uh, there are a ton. You Chris have, Rock's the most memorable, I think. Oh, I disagree. Who? George Carlin. Hmm. Uh, yeah. mm. And I Mark like Hamill either. 
I like Mark Hamill. I was <laughs> he made me chuckle when I saw him Cock-knocker. on screen. But actually, I'm still going to go with Chris Rock. Okay. His his couple of scenes <laughs> made me laugh. Yeah, George Carlin's a legend. I I'm not taking anything away from that guy. But uh, but for me, yeah, and I totally forgot Will Ferrell was in it. Yeah. I did too until I rewatched it. And was like, oh shit, this yeah. was early days of Will Ferrell. I don't know what he had done at this point. He was, he was he was still on movie. SNL at 2001, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was still mainly known for SNL. And then I guess my I guess my main question is, does Kevin Smith get most of these people just because like they're like they're friends? Well, it's like, funny. is it because he likes Ben Affleck and Ben Affleck and Matt Damon are friends? Well, it's funny you say that because Ben Affleck ha- has said there are movies you do in your career that you do because you owe somebody something. Oh, he owes Kevin Smith. Well, Kevin Smith took the script for Goodwill Hunting and presented it to Miramax and Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. So, I mean, what did he have to do with to Harvey? <laughs> I, I don't think Kevin was Harvey's type. Mm. Okay. Well, you say so. Maybe the Mrs. Smith yeah. was put up as offered. Well, then no wonder Ben Affleck and Matt Damon did all these fucking movies because Goodwill Hunting brought them to the dance. So yeah, I mean, people weren't necessarily beating Ben Affleck's doors down after Mallrats and Dazed and Confused. True, but they were just—I mean, they had to be fresh off Oscar wins, though, for Goodwill Hunting because they were making some jokes. Oh, I was talking. Prior to Goodwill Hunting, when oh, he was presenting oh, I'm the script, sorry. Yeah, yeah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So it helps to have that, you know, that yeah. somebody to slide in the and door. Listen, for they're funny in the movie. Oh, I mean, yeah. I I think the one thing about this movie that I liked is that it's very self aware. It knows what it is. They're literally turning. It look knows, at the camera. right? They knows what it's doing. Matt Damon makes a joke about dogma. I mean, they're very much uh, like in on the joke. Yeah, so I like that part. There's a lot of uh, breaking the fourth wall in this movie, which yeah. we'll, we'll touch on. But in the meantime, we're going to break away and pay some bills and have some liquid marijuana. Uh, if you're listening in certain states, the real marijuana is legal. So what? Have some of that. Drink that. Smoke that. <laughs> chew that. Uh, regardless, get your marijuana on, and we'll be back after this. After this moment. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. Hopefully you're uh, liquided up. High as fuck. High as a kite. High as a kite. As we uh, deep dive into uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back. You know, we were talking about the cast and everything. Talking about Will Ferrell, you know, and what he had done at this point. Really, you know, he'd done Superstar. Uh, Night the Roxbury. So basically, he had just done SNL skit movies at this point, yeah. and his little bits in um, the Austin Power movie. Or did I say it? Yeah, Austin Power. I haven't seen it in so damn long. I forget what movies are called anymore. Uh, and then some TV shows and such. Um, but other cameos. Yeah, a huge Star Wars crossover with Princess Leia and mm. Luke Skywalker in the film. Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill actually plays two characters in this movie. Really? Yeah, Cockknocker. And he provides the voice of Scooby Doo. I had no oh, idea. I actually no forgot idea. they yep. did that whole thing in the mystery van. Um, Sean William Scott, who oh, yeah. probably yeah. one of the probably the best role he's ever had next to Stifler. <laughs> he was so funny uh, as the sheep fucker in that mo- in the movie. Uh, you had John Stewart, Tracy Morgan, who I thought was I love anything Tracy Morgan's in. He's yeah. so funny to me. Uh, Gus Van Zant killed me mm. just counting his money. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Chris Rock, as you said earlier. Another legendary uh, director, Wes Craven. Mm-hmm. And then uh, this is where the uh, American Pie crossover continues. You mm. had Shannon Elizabeth. You also have Jason Biggs. Mm. And then Dawson Creek himself, James Vanderbeek. Hell yeah. Jason Biggs was funnier in this than I remembered when Me they were loading him in the car and he's like, I'm the pie fucker. I'm going to fuck the pie. <laughs> I I actually forgot. I'm telling you, I, I, don't, I guess I watched this when it maybe first came out and i don't even know i'm pretty sure i didn't see it in theaters i'm pretty sure i rented it but um the star power's there oh yeah I, yeah it is but at the same time i think that's also a problem when i rather see these cameos than jay and silent bob 
there's a lot of nepotism in this film as well. You already know, you already know Mrs. Smith is in the film, mm-hmm. sure. but uh, his daughter, I can't believe this is her name, Harley Quinn Smith. Oh, who was a, yeah, who was a star of uh, she starred in uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Mm. She plays the baby um, Silent Bob oh. at the beginning of the film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the most, <laughs> the two most important, uh, well, there's. There's two other cameos, some OGs from the E Network. Oh uh, yeah, Jules Asner and Steve Kometko. Yeah, I totally forgot when I saw that Steve guy Kometko. I remember like, I I remember like, damn, that was way, way back. <laughs> the early days of E. Uh, but yes, I the most e. <laughs> the most important. This is before the Kardashians took over E. Yeah, uh, or Ray J took over Kardashian. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the most important cameo in this whole film, I think I can agree on. I don't know if the two of you, Morse Day in the motherfucking time. That was awesome. I did like that. Yeah. I don't even know if I remember that. It's the most critical point in the beginning and end of the film. The beginning of this film pissed me off so much as the, as Morse Day in the time, Prince and Purple Rain is dissed by those two little fucking dirt bags. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I don't know who I was thinking of <laughs> when you said that because I'm like, God, what was I doing during this movie? But I remember because I was thinking of the opening just with the kids and the mom is yelling and all that shit at them. Keep trucking, man, or whatever that dude yeah. says, walking away. <laughs> Keep trucking. Keep trucking. But yes, okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Just because of how pivotal it is, obviously it's very memorable for me. <laughs> You're drinking a lot of liquid marijuana Chris in 2001. Rock. <laughs> Fucking like Chris Rock. <laughs> Shit. All right, let's play the uh, box office game as we do in every movie. Oh, I got this one. All right, this was released August 24th, 2001, two weeks prior to the world changing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this could be the reason why the Taliban got so pissed off at America. Could be. If it wasn't, dude, where's my car? Yeah. This could do it. <laughs> what was the budget? For Chain Silent Bob Strike Back. $234. <laughs> Please tell me it made its budget back. I mean, it made its budget back. <laughs> Good. I know, so I'm not going to guess. I, I looked at right. it before. A big whopping $22 million. What did it make opening week? Now, I'll give you this. It went up against some tough comedic competition. You had two sequels. Rush Hour 2, American Pie 2, out at the same time. All at the same. Wow, that's a a time in America's history <laughs> yeah. right there. So it made so it was made for $22 million, came out the end of summer against two big sequels. How much did it make? Opening weekend. Um, I'm going to say $6 million. I was going to guess 10 11 Oh. That's too much. It grossed uh, U.S. gross overall was thirty million, right, world worldwide, thirty four. <laughs> yeah, that only could play in the states, and people like, yeah, I think we'll do that. Uh, this is pretty much where my uh, my notes end for this movie. Um, oh well, good night. <laughs> good night. <laughs> it really is going to be twenty minutes. <laughs> I've been in and out quick. Um, now the thing is, there's the the funny scene with. Uh, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon doing the uh, the sequel to Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. yeah, hunting season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Smith didn't want them to play those parts. He wanted to recast them and thought it would be funny. Uh, he had two groups. He first was Vince Vaughn and John Favreau. Oh, that would have been good. Off of Swingers yeah. and May. I don't think Maid was out at this point, no, but Swingers but that, was. I, I would have dug that one. Yeah. And Vince Vaughn is one of the funniest human beings walking the planet, so that would have been funny. And then the other two were Sean and Marlon Wayans. Okay. I would have been happy with either one of yeah. those two. I mean, that's, yeah. a, that's a fun... Either one is, is kind of fun, but I guess I don't really get why you wouldn't have them. Well, like, eventually I guess he did. thought it funny, but yeah, I feel like you would just do that. Because yeah, I think it'd be funnier having the real people. But the way that movie goes, it's not like if Vince Vaughn and John Favreau showed up, you'd be like, oh... Boy, this is this is where I draw this the line. is it. This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so, and I mean, he does. I mean, he had that freedom, but I still think it works pretty damn good for them. 
with them actually. Yeah. And is it the guy they're talking to? That's the same. That's the guy from Goodwill. That's Good the Will same Hunting. guy. Yeah. See, that's why all those original cast things work. I think. Well, in this. it's funny, you know. Last year we reviewed Scary Movie for Halloween, and then we also did The Cell. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can blame a 2000 film for the creation of Jane Silent Bob Strikes Back, and that's Scream Three. Really? Yeah. How because they Jane Silent Bob have a cameo in, in that film. A small little role in that film. And the reaction to Jane Silent Bob's cameo in that film being so positive led him to believe that they could um, carry their own film. Wow. I never knew Thanks that. A lot, I, don't, Scream 3. I don't even remember them being. I don't Scream either. 3. I, I don't remember hardly anything. I don't remember Scream, Scream 3, 3 either. Spoiler alert. Was that the one with the, like the guy ended up being this, like the son of the, the murdered? Oh, was that the uh, which was that one? Two? Which one was the one with uh, Jackie from Roseanne? Yeah, because she's the yeah. kid. Yeah, she's. Is that the one? I think that's two. Is that two? I think because she yeah, I guess played. We'll have to review those I now. think she was the mother of uh, somebody of uh, <laughs> her boyfriend at the the first one. Yeah. I forgot his name. Yeah. she played the mother of okay. uh, of that one. I'll take your word for it. Have you never seen Scream? Yeah, but I don't remember character names. I don't either. I'm telling you, it was the main like. The guy, the the boyfriend, like not the, right, not, the re- not not the one who said you hit me with the phone, not the Jamie Kennedy, one, the the handsome one, okay, with the white shirt, <laughs> and they said like it that was uh, Nev Campbell's boyfriend, <laughs> okay, but yes, she played she was his mother, I think. I've gone completely I blank think, on that actor's name. I think Skeet Yorick is his real Skeet name. Skeet Yorick, yes, is his real name. Skeet Skeet. Was that? Yeah, and Timothy Olaf. Yeah, yeah. Are we looking up? And uh, Jerry O'Connell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there she was. She was up right Where? There. Lori oh, Lori Metcalf. L- yeah, Jackie I, from I want you to Roseanne. know. Jackie. Well, you said Jackie from Roseanne. And you were looking for Jackie? I was I was about to type in <laughs> scream Jackie Earl Haley. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 wait. Jackie no, from Roseanne. Cool. <laughs> I thought he was going to go Scream cool. 3 Jack A from 227. So Scream 3's cameo, which none of us remember, led Kevin Smith to do this whole damn movie? Pretty oh, much. God. Uh, I mean, can I ask, like, overall, did did you guys like it? With Scream 3? No, this movie we're talking about Oh, now. I loved it in 2001. What about now? Uh, moments. I think yeah. there's some, See, some good funny moments. I think that... I, when I was talking to Stoney the other day, like some of the stuff just kind of seems like it's lazy. Like I don't really think it. There's moments I totally agree. I really think this movie's built off of cameos. I really don't. Yeah. The story itself is pretty stupid. I also got me thinking, where the hell's Jason Lee? Yeah, whatever happened to him? He did the Chipmunks movie? That's what happened. That's right. Yeah. I mean, he's he's in it. What? He's in Jane Silent Bob. I know. Right that's back. what I'm asking. Oh, you're like, talking about now? Yeah. I'm oh. like, what? What happened? Kevin like, wait, Smith was... still has a career. Where's he? <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I'm with you guys. I, it did not age as poorly as Dude, Where's My Car did. Yeah. Which is something we just rewatched back in November. And bring it on. Uh, well, yeah. But some of it, like, like Dude, Where's My Car didn't age well. But it was also like I actually hate that like there's nothing i would ever want to watch <laughs> at least jay and silent bob straight back at least it still has like it still has stuff that works it still has stuff that's funny but i do think like it just it relies so heavily on the other stars I graciousness really, of being in it i really liked will ferrell i really liked I just, chris rock to your point i like sean william scott a lot i i'm still chuckling hey guys what's all this talk <laughs> about farting <laughs> I think part of the fun was is not remembering. I really didn't mm-hmm. remember hardly any of these cameos. So yeah. that's part of the fun of it. But then when it's over and especially as it gets toward the end, it's like, huh, it's not that it wasn't. I just didn't think it had that many laughs. Like I, I guess I thought it did. I learned something about myself rewatching this movie. I think I've, I've grown as a person. I no longer find fake farts in movies. Funny thought at the beginning, you, you only like real farts in movies. <laughs> real farts, yeah. 100% <laughs> organic. I don't make us laugh every time. But um, 
How do you like, like them on podcast? <laughs> well, it's funny you say that. I'm a big fan, um, especially when I'm sitting right next to the person that, that it's the chair legs shits his britches. Um, I uh, I I was really annoyed when they showed Jay's bare ass and played the fart noise. And oh then yeah, yeah. Allie Larder farts in the heist scene, and I was so just you like, weren't a fan not... of Jim Carrey and uh, Ace of Ventura. Well, I'd have to rewatch it. And see how I feel about it okay. in this day and age. All right. But yeah, the uh, the fake farts, I thought, was like, uh, it's kind of cheap. I don't think that's really funny. But man, a lot, I, I feel like a lot of those were were like that. Like, it's just like, oh, okay. Like, I don't know. I don't see. Fruit. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. they just went for the cheapest gags. And, you know, listen. Which maybe the movie was made for stoners that are kind of out of their gourd anyway. I, I kind of feel like when the movie was made in our age, I, we, that's probably what it was. We like, were oh, fucking it's idiots. Fun. It was funny. Look at all these people in it. No, James, Silent Bob. Look, they don't give a fuck and stuff. And now, now when I watch it, even like that, you know, fuck, fuck, mother, I'm like, I mean, then I start to think, God, I, I should have tried to write some movies when I was younger. <laughs> yeah. Somebody would have bought them. Well, we said, obviously. I, I said that Scream 3 is what brought yeah. this movie to the dance. Yeah. One of its stars almost got the film completely canceled from being made. And that was one Jason Mewes, a.k.a. Yeah. Jay. Yeah. Uh, he had a huge drug problem that he was battling really? during the filming I of this, it. passed in and post. Yeah. He, and I remember there was a story where obviously he wasn't doing movies and Kevin Smith, I think really tried to help him. I helped him numerous times, moved him into his house. Yeah. Got him put into rehab and so forth. But like there's instances where like they're driving to the set and he's so fucked up. Jay, I mean, Kevin would just toss him out of his car. He'd be so fucked up on pills and alcohol and such. I mean, got to the point where he was like, thought he was going to have to like shoot the movie down. Shut the movie down. Not mm. shoot it. Damn. I thought you were going to say, going to have to shoot Jason Mewes. <laughs> <laughs> so, in but the... Mo- I think he, but I think he has recovered. I actually think he's living a healthy life these days. And actually, I think he started, that's why the reboot and everything he's in. I would hope so. Jason. I think that's part of the reason why the reboot happened, because he, Kevin Smith wanted to have uh, better memories of working with mm. Jay. You know, basically his best friend of uh, 30 yeah, some odd years yeah, now yeah. and that makes sense yeah, yeah get it. all right now that we've turned things around oh. <sighs> yeah <laughs> let's take a break so we can turn it back around uh pay some more of them bills uh and then you know we'll talk some more about jane silent bob strikes back right here on drinking with it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. All right, once again. Drinking with is what you're listening to. We're talking about Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back from 2001. Um, this movie was basically made as Kevin Smith's "fuck you" to online trolls. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's clear. <laughs> can see that. Yeah. Uh, even so much like you know, at the end of the film, they get their big movie check mm-hmm. and they fly off to different places, beating up small yeah. children yeah. who've been talking shit on the internet. One of them was named Magnolia Fan. Oh yeah, which was based off somebody talking shit. All these people talking shit on to Kevin Smith because he reviewed Magnolia uh, negatively. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, you know, and then you know, there we go back to casting. You always talk about like weird things that could have happened in casting. Uh, you have the Jane Silent Bob movie, and then inside that you have the Blunt Man and Chronic film. So in that, you know, Jason. Uh, uh, James Vanderbeek plays mm-hmm. plays Jay. Mm-hmm. There was gonna be possibly Seth Green playing that role. Okay, that and, and the reason is is because after Clerks, when Mallrats was getting ready to be made, the studios didn't want Jason Mewes at all. They wanted to replace him with a fairly known name, and Seth Green was that name. So Kevin Smith thought it would be funny to kind of laugh at that by casting Seth Green. Ah, uh, yeah, that that would have. Did did you say Seth Rogen at first, or did no, I just no, hear Seth, Seth Rogen? 
I think I just dude put the liquid weed marijuana down. And Seth, and Seth Rogen, because then we said Seth Green. I'm like, what? <laughs> Rosie O'Dawson all over again. Yes. I think Seth I Rogen was in like junior Seth, high when this. That's movie. what I was thinking. I was like, how old was he though? But then Seth Green, he's. I mean, I guess he, he was in Can't Buy Me Love. Oh God, he was. Yeah. Oh. I feel like his first brother. movie was like Can't Hardly Wait. No. Yeah. Oh boy. He should have been nominated for an Academy Award for that role. That and Without a Paddle. Did you ever see that? Yeah, it's, got, it's got my best friend Dax Shepard in it. It's fun. It's fun. I liked Without a Paddle. So I Seth Green was going to be Jay, Jay in the movie Inside the Movie. Okay. But, so, but man, Kevin to... Smith must have fought for Jason all the way through yeah. for every damn movie they made. Pretty much, yeah. Jeez. He owes him. Um, Shannon Elizabeth uh, originally read for a minor role, but impressed Kevin Smith so much that he cast her in the female lead. And she had was, already done American Pie, yes, right? because American Pie 2. Because that was the joke. Oh, yeah, yeah, American Pie 2 came out. Well, she is an impressive woman. Certain aspects, yes. Not maybe her acting so how, much. How dare yeah, you? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm going to tell you it's funny to watch this movie now and see some of them. Some of them. Because I'll be honest with you, I really don't know if any of them are really working today. Shan Elizabeth, not that I'm aware of, but I will give her credit. She wears eyeglasses throughout the film, mm-hmm. and it was her idea because she thought it would be great because Justice is blind. Mm. Oh, see what she did there? That's we, pretty we good. We talked about we Shannon talked Elizabeth. To, on she's the, doing uh, good. I'm just on, saying she yeah. doesn't act. On the uh, the episode we did on Scary Movie, we we kind of yeah. dove into Shannon she, Elizabeth and what she's up to now. She really, uh, she, things really panned out okay <laughs> yeah. for her. She, I've, I kind of feel bad, which I think, it's, I think this was the case for a lot of actresses during that time, is they they came in with one role and they were that same role. Yeah. Over and over and over until it wasn't cool anymore, and then that was it. Like she never got a chance to even do anything else. And I think there's a lot of them like that, especially in the teen comedies. Yeah. Of like the one like in Road Trip and American Pies and things like that. And then like oh they're not gone, you know. Like for instance, Tom Green. Where? Why isn't he acting anymore? He was in Road Trip. You've seen his acting. And Freddie got fingered, which is still funny to me, but we it's can. so. Because we have stupid. Russell Brand, we don't need Tom it's Green. So stupid, but I love we can it. put Freddie Got Fingered on the list for this year too. I don't want to do that to anybody, <laughs> but please no. I will tell you. But that's the difference in like stupid comedy's fine, and a lot of stupid comedy is actually smart. Yeah, I don't know where James Silent Bob straight back fall into. <laughs> to be honest with you, I really don't. Uh, but speaking of Shannon Elizabeth, she wasn't the uh, original, you know, actress picked for. Her. Damn it. Who was Here we it? go again. Yeah. Yeah. God damn it, Kevin Smith. <laughs> Heather Graham was offered the role oh, originally. Okay. But she turned it down because she couldn't, for the life of, understand why her character would fall in love with Jay. <laughs> <laughs> so she was trying to make this make sense. <laughs> Bless her heart. Wow, good for Heather Graham. Oh, boy. Uh, Tracy Morgan's uh, drug dealing character didn't have a name in the film. Uh, until he decided to come up with the name of Pumpkin Escobar. I like it. <laughs> I like he it. came up with it the day they were uh, they were filming the scene, and uh, just went with it, and it works. I feel like it's just a free-for-all in a Kevin Smith set. That's kind of what it sounds uh, like, uh, yeah. I would imagine, yeah. It, it just sounds like everybody's just having fun. Like You were supposed to be cast as this, you're not. Then that other person comes in. Studio doesn't want this, doesn't want that. We don't have a name for you. Yeah. So, um, and then Jason Biggs, James Vanderbeek, hmm. were not Kevin Smith's original choices to play Jane Silent Bob in the Bluntman right. and Chronic movie. The Wayans brothers. Nope. He wanted some people who have done, who had, at that point had done many films for Miramax, Keep It in the Family, hmm. Matthew Lillard, Freddie Prince Jr. Okay. Hmm. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Especially Matthew Lillard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would say, especially him. Was this uh, was this before or after, um, what's that baseball movie they were in? Summer Catch. Summer Catch. Yeah, it's probably. I think before. Summer Catch is a two thousand one film. I think so. I'm not watching it, but 
Why you don't like Summer Catch? <laughs> I, I'm afraid to go back. It's going to end up being one of those. I love Summer where I Catch. Thought, oh, how fun it was! Why and would you I'm not gonna... want to look at Jessica Bill for two hours? <laughs> and then I'm gonna. If I hope that movie's not two hours. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's an hour and forty eight minutes. No, it is. It is two thousand one. I might. I might. Uh, Baseball season starts in what March, April? Yeah, that might be a good one for. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I think we just assert, decided on that. Holy. <laughs> Okay, I could see Pretty those two Murphy doing it. Though. That? That's kind of yeah. fun. That's a good, good, fun little movie. So what does? Well, like I wanted. I wish we knew more on like why did they turn it down? Is that why they just thought, nah, uh, don't want to be in it? I, I have conflict. Uh, they both pass on the project, choosing to do Scooby Doo instead. That's more oh, money. That's, that's yeah. more money. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, how could you not do both? I mean, that's. I was about to say do that in a day. They skipped that to do a whole movie. <laughs> unless it, unless it was lined up to film at the same time, I don't know. Yeah, I was like, God, they weren't in it that much. If they would have been, I still kind of like the way that it was all done, though. I like Jason Biggs. I thought, yeah, like I he's too. like Sony said, he's it's he's actually one of the funnier people in that. So I'm kind of glad it worked out the way it did. Yeah, I would have liked to have uh, seen Lillard and Prince, but I I think they made the right choices going the the route they did. Um, the voice of the security guard on the other end of the radio used by Diedrich Bader while he's, you know, asking for backup. Oh, yeah. Ben Affleck. Really? Oh, ben man. Affleck sure is a nice guy. <laughs> he, he gave a lot in this. Or movie. Kevin Smith's got some dirt. I was yeah. going to that, too. He's got J-Lo on speed dial just waiting for him to fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> um, and then originally, Kevin Smith wanted Quentin Tarantino to be a cameo in the film as one of the uh, directors. Like oh, you saw Gus Van Zandt and oh, Wes Craven. That would have been a good one. Too good for he, it. Though, actually, right? he wanted him as the uh, director of Blunt Manning oh, instead of Chris oh, Rock. Oh, oh. Uh, well, uh, nope. Nope. No, thank you. Yep, but it didn't work out for whatever reason. Um, so there's so much shit we could talk about. Silent Bob, how many words do you think he speaks in the movie? Because he's not known for speaking. Yeah. Five words. I'm going to say 11. You could multiply those and be halfway there. 102. I must. Did I black out during when oh, I watched? Oh, that's. He yells at. He yells at Jay. But then he has that thing. But he always thing. has a little oh, little monologue. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't even. I just. I don't care about this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Just, Is it. Uh, <sighs> we'll, stop, we'll stop on this for, for a little. You know, trivia and whatnot. The okay. the film originally received an NC seventeen rating. Really? I can see that. Where, where's that? It's got to be nudity. Nope. Dicks. Something to do with dicks and the legendary George Carlin. No. Was he going to show his? I think some of it had to be cut down to get the R. So there was probably more to it. Only if, if George there's Carlin. There's footage of George Carlin <laughs> filleting somebody. <laughs> Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I want to say, like, I remembered seeing a dick in that scene for some reason. Just, I don't know if it's uh-oh. like the Mandela effect yeah, or I what. I don't know what. All you uh-oh. see is head go down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I could have sworn in my mind's eye when I remembered that scene, I remembered seeing Seen a, a dick come up. And then he goes down on it and cuts right before, he, uh, right before he actually sucks it. Though, I don't know. They should just left that in there. Who cares? DVD yeah, extras. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That would have been a nice, that would have been a nice if you stayed after the credits. <laughs> and, then, and then at the Oscars after George Carlin died, you put it in the in memoriam Boom. of him just going up and down. You don't think George Carlin would have, would respect that? He would. Mad respect it. Yeah. Um, end credit scene. Stick around through the credits to see George Oh, did y'all Carlin see that end credit scene? <laughs> James and Bob strike back. You actually see a dick go in George Carlin's mouth. It's fun. <laughs> All right, so to find out it was Ben Affleck's. <laughs> <laughs> J Lo confirmed, oh. <coughs> and Jennifer Garner, mm. the multiple mm. witnesses. Yeah. So we played this game in the last time we were here uh, with uh, uh, Training Day. Let's play the game of how many times is the word "fuck" used oh, in this movie? God, okay. Training Day was over two hundred. I'm gonna say five hundred fifty-seven. <laughs> I'm gonna say. 1,472. You could probably subtract the two from each other. Uh, 248. That's it? Uh, That's it. Oh, man. That and Training Day have almost the same amount? 
pretty much. Oh my, I'm shocked. That mo- doesn't make sense. And most of us done in like the first five minutes with the two yeah, little kids. Yeah, I was going to say, actually, it's probably a hundred of it's right there in the first five minutes. <laughs> so I can't wait to play this game for Summer Catch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just going to sit here. I'm just going to listen to y'all tell me about it. <laughs> All right. So probably not so much to some of you guys, but any favorite quotes or anything from this film? Nah. It was Sean Sean William Scott saying, "What's all this talk about farting?" I, that caught me off guard. I completely forgot about that. I enjoy Chris Rock giving that assistant hell, oh, and by the time yeah. they brings that yeah. coffee and hits it, Jamie and, Kennedy, and t- by the yeah, way. yeah, yeah, and uh, and what he says to me is is. That made that made me laugh. Wait, was Jamie Kennedy? Would that have been a cameo back then, or was that like no. just Jamie no. Kennedy? Oh no, 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 that is not a cameo. That Nobody cameo knows. is what led to the son yeah. of mask. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. That is a cameo. As if it's like they're famous and you like them. Nobody in two thousand one saw that and was like, "Oh shit, that's Jamie Kennedy." Oh my god. <laughs> um. Yeah, I. It's. It's Sean William Scott, and then Will Ferrell had a couple of lines that um, made me chuckle that I forgot about. When the shootout starts, and he turns around running, and he's just he's going shit, 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 just firing off his gun. And wherever. he accidentally kills somebody. Yeah. <laughs> when I like that part. Every time he rose back up from the table and was just shooting, like contorting his face, all funny. Oh man, I didn't remember that at all. It got me. Uh, my favorite probably scene in little monologue piece is when Jason Muse is doing the click commander speech oh, into the video. Yeah, yeah. That fucking killed me. Wherever you see this face, you'll see Clit. <laughs> they, they do have their their parts. I mean, that, and that's 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 one of the better ones. This movie testifies to the fact that Kevin Smith was originally correct. Those characters cannot hold their own film. Yeah. Yes. Even though we've done it <laughs> He's two tr- other times. Right. Uh, but they're great in small doses. Yes. Yeah, Absolutely good, so. Yes. Yeah. That basically sums it up. Uh, but Will Ferrell killed me when he says, he's talking to somebody else. He's like, the clit is an offshoot of the labia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean the liberate apes before imprisoning apes movement? <laughs> that was a good one, too. Yeah. Oh. That was a good one. Uh, there was so many others. Uh, you know, Boo Boo Kitty Fuck is obviously one. Still, I use that so often after this movie came out. I called pretty much every person I worked with <laughs> Boo Boo Kitty Fuck. That's, that's oh, professional. One cameo we <laughs> yeah, did. That sounds yeah. nice. I worked in bars, so it was all right. Oh, uh, well, touche. Uh, it was the early 2000s. Uh, yeah. I'm old. I can't be canceled. Uh, so, one, you know, uh, Cameo we didn't mention was Shannon Doherty. Doherty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Brenda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is that a cameo, though? I mean, she was in one small scene. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, is that a Jamie Kennedy, Kennedy cameo? No. no are, what? what? No, it's only Brenda. Come on. <laughs> There's, thunder. <laughs> There's thunder outside the office. Um. Okay, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but what else has she been in besides Beverly Hills 90210? Does anyone remember? I'm not saying she hasn't been in movies. I'm just saying, do y'all remember any? Uh, Charmed. I'm just movie. saying that was a bigger deal than Jamie Kennedy in 2001. Okay? I mean, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. When did Scream come out? Scream was like 98, 99. Okay, then Jamie Kennedy is more famous than Brenda from Beverly Hills 90210. I'm uh, sorry, Jamie Kennedy. You are better than Brenda from Beverly Hills 90210. Do you not remember Jamie Kennedy's epic rap album? With I, circle, circle, dot, dot. I just got my cootie <laughs> shot. I I remember him playing. Was he a rapper? What Malibu's Most Wanted? Yeah, that's yeah. what I remember. I can't wait till that turns 21, <laughs> if it hasn't already. That and Getting Son close. of the, Was it Son of Mask? He was yeah. Oh, we, like, we don't want to talk about that it, one. Right? That was it. Do you, hey, did you guys know? That Jamie Kennedy and Skeet Ulrich were both in As Good As It Gets. No. With Jack Nicholson. No. They played two of the three guys who came in and uh, robbed Greg Kinnear's character. Who? Greg Kinnear's character. How about that? And I thought that's Academy so Award weird. winner Greg Kinnear? No. Nominee. Oh. Nominee. Nominee. Um, but I'm like, what are, like, those are the cameos where I'm like, that's kind of 
strange that they would go on and be a part of it. And I just wish Brenda was in it. I was just about to ask you about Greg Kinnear, and I'm like, we're going to go down the no, rabbit hole. I, I love Greg Kinnear, though. I miss him on The Soup. Was that no one kidding. movie he did with him and Matt Damon? Stuck on You. Stuck on You. It was oh, not very good. That was a Farley movie. Yeah, and it wasn't yeah. very good. No, it was not. Uh, Cher was in it. I don't remember that, but I'll take your word for it. No, she is. Uh, I think the best line in the whole movie that I even used from time to time was, Affleck, you the bomb in Phantom, Joe. Yes. That was a good one. Yes. That was a good one. I forgot about that. That's the thing. When they were talking about Phantoms and then Matt Damon throws in Dogma, like, it's fun, but now I guess here it is 21 years later, and you're like, oh, okay. And then lastly, I think the, the thing we were given, when, this will go with pop culture, the gift we were given that has stood the test of time. Fuck. <laughs> Fucking liquid marijuana has got me fucked. The gift that has, stood, times. that has stood the test of time uh-huh. is the career of one Afro man. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. I, what does he do now? He makes Christmas rap albums. He does. He does? Yes. Yeah. They're phenomenal. Do they sell? They're on Apple. Who cares? They're on He's Apple. still making albums. Yeah. I was about to say God this. bless him. Yeah, I don't know. I did not know that. That song was Good for him. fucking everywhere. When yes, it was. it was. It was. Yes, it was. And rightfully it was so. Nice to, it was nice to hear. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've heard that one, so I agree. Yeah. Uh, to me, uh, that kind of wraps up Chainsaw <laughs> and Bob Strikes Back. I think for most people listening, if about 20 minutes ago, <laughs> they thought, you know, I'm I'm good. Yeah. But uh, I will say, can I say, this does have its fans, but it's very much like, I have a feeling either you love it or hate it. There is no in-between. I think people that, I think for us, I would say, I think you had to be of a certain age to enjoy it. Yeah. The older you get, the more. It, honestly, it's kind of it's kind of a bummer. Yeah. My uh, notes just say the the last thing is um, farts, dicks, and fucks is what I <laughs> the last note I wrote down. I had to think like, what is what does that even mean? But I think those are the things like there's it, there's there's it's just too much for me to to buy in. I like a little bit of. It's too easy. It's like uh, the low-hanging fruit. All those are... Oh. There's too, those too three much, too much dick on. stuff. There's too much fart shit. There's too much <laughs> fuck stuff. Yeah. Just... I agree. You know? But tone back some sound, of that, and you might have me in Do you think we sound old when we're like, listen, Probably. those... Those... Who... Who... You know? Those kids cuss too much. Yeah, like... My God. We have to talk about dicks so much. Yeah. But honestly... I mean, I... But I say that, but I'm also in agreement, because... It's just not that funny. And I think yeah. a lot of it is because in these 21 years, there's been so much across the board yeah. that now that doesn't seem like hardly anything that like, I don't even, besides Jay and Silent Bob and having that star power, I don't know. I don't even know. I mean, I don't even think anything like that could ever even be made. And that's why the reboot apparently is shitty. I just well, don't think it can be done anymore. And, and for the record, I would like to say that I do still find real life farts funny. But yeah, listen, there's those things you mentioned. If that was told in real life, independent situation, it would still make me laugh. Yeah. Maybe it's because it just comes from Jay and Silent Bob. I also don't want to. I don't want to picture Allie Larder farting. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think she does. <laughs> Lo- especially in a whipped cream bikini. Yeah. True. Oh man. Oh. <laughs> 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 All right. Before we go. We always do this. Uh, your best of best stoner films, Pineapple Express. Pineapple Express, yeah. I feel like we have we done. <laughs> I feel Christ. like oh God, this, I'm having dude, deja vu. Dude, where's my car? Oh, we Is did. It? Okay, um, I was stoned then. I just too. remember saying Pineapple Express again. I'm probably. I don't know what I said then. I'm gonna go Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Maybe those. I think there was a shout out to Cheech and Chong. I can see that. The I may Friday have brought movies. up Half Baked near though. I'm not a huge fan of it, but I get it. I loved Half Baked. I just realized there's a half Super Troopers definitely. Uh, I just realized there's a Half Baked Two. No, How High Two. Excuse me. Yeah. And yeah. I kept on going when yeah. I saw that. But yeah, 
that I think that does it. Yeah, Ooh, we're in consensus. For me, we've for yeah, me, yeah. We've, we've exhausted we've, my notes. Yeah, well, we got to those last three, so <laughs> that should clear that up. Uh, uh, if you would like to hear Summer Catch uh, <laughs> reviewed as much as me and Stony would, let us know by uh, leaving us uh, a review on Apple uh, Podcast or Apple where you, you listen to your podcast. Shit. I and know I know for a fact we have a friend of the brand who loved that movie. Oh, we do? Yeah. And if, if he listens to this one, which I doubt, <laughs> he will vote. Look, if he's made it this far, he's a real fan. <laughs> You know who I'm talking about? No. Okay. I'll tell you off air. All right. Well, I'm eager to find out. So, again, I'm Stephen McCash. You can find me on Twitter at MC underscore Cash 75. Gentlemen, tell the people how they can get a hold of you. At Stony Keeley on Twitter, at Sobros Network on all major social media platforms. And at Sir Brandon V on Twitter and hashtag VixFlix, the most up-to-date movie reviews. And then check us all out at SoBrosNetwork.com to find all of our work there. And plus our merchandise at SoBrosShop.com. And then also support the team through our Patreon account and gain access to hundreds and hundreds of uh, exclusive content, including videos, podcasts, articles, and the like at Patreon.com backslash SoBrosNetwork. And most importantly, make sure you subscribe to Drinking With on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Spotify, wherever you take in your shows. And then give us a rating and review. Let us know how we're doing and some other movies from 2001 you would like to see us review. And then most importantly, I'm Stephen McCash. i got more videotapes to return. I don't have anything else. Oh, we'll see you next time. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.